Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Welcome to Healthy Children, the podcast from the American Academy of Pediatrics. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're talking about what will happen to Halloween. During the COVID-19 pandemic, what are our little kiddos going to do? Well, here to tell us that is Dr. Shelley vasari Flace. She's a practicing pediatrician, mom of four, editor-in-chief of the AAP Caring for Your School-Aged Child, and an assistant professor of clinical pediatrics at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. Dr. vasari Flace, it's such a pleasure to have you join us again. And I know that parents of little ones right now, and even some tweens and teens, are wondering how this is all going to work. What is going to happen to Halloween during COVID? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Melanie, for having me. Yeah, it's going to look different this year. And I will say Halloween does look different year to year. Any of us in the Chicago area or the Midwest will remember it was freezing cold and snowing. So there was actually no trick-or-treating in the Chicago area in 2019. Um, So it's interesting how it looks different each year, but clearly 2020 is a year that we're all living history. I've been telling all my little patients in the office that This is the kind of situation that um, is once in a lifetime you'll be telling your grandchildren about what it was like in 2020. So um, it's going to look different, and safety is key because we've learned a lot over these last seven months about how COVID is transmitted and how to stay safe, and families have decisions to make depending on what their household looks like, depending on what their contacts are in their extended family situation. So there's a lot to keep in mind. Similar to the school closures issue and um, criteria for reopening in-person school, what's happening in communities is going to be reflected in our Halloween plans and our school environment. So if your community, and this is where it's important for families to be aware of what's happening in their community, their county, their region in terms of COVID numbers, That's how you know if you're low risk, higher risk. For example, Wisconsin this particular week happens to be spiking right now. So that's some context that's important for families to know that can help guide those decisions. That's a really good point that you make because it really is individualized right now with all the different communities. So, and we've seen TikToks and Instagrams and things where people have gotten very creative or, or set up different houses within their own house so the kids go room to room to room and get their candy. Give us some ways that you've seen that can make it safe and fun for our kids. And then we're going to go over what's not safe to do and things about costumes and surfaces. And But give us some ways you've heard of. Right. Well, some guidelines to keep in mind is to remember the main tenets of COVID safety period, Halloween or not, are avoiding large gatherings, um, staying six feet from others, using cloth masks, and using frequent hand hygiene, washing hands, using hand sanitizer that has greater than 70% alcohol, um, and knowing that outdoors is better than indoors due to flow of air and respiratory droplets. So these are some key things to keep in mind, and that can help you guide your decisions. Additionally, we define a close contact as being unmasked less than six feet for longer than 15 minutes. So in terms of trick-or-treating, if it can be done 
distance. You don't have risk factors in your household. I've heard of families deciding on two or three trusted families who have been laying low similar to the way they have. So going to those um, pre-designated homes to have that experience, as opposed to going to every house in the neighborhood with people that you may or may not know. Um, A lot of people are getting crafty. I have a friend who her daughters were a little bit older, and so they got an old plastic dollhouse that they had in storage, spray-painted it black, had fun decorating that. Pumpkin carving is another great example. There's lots of Halloween activities besides trick-or-treating that families can brainstorm and think about. Similar to an Easter egg hunt, families can do scavenger hunt type candy hunts in their yards or that of a trusted neighbor that they've been so-called pandemic potting with. Um, And I would say as an adult, when we look back on our childhood memories, often the memories that strike us are the from events that when things didn't go according to plan. So this actually, this Halloween 2020 has the capacity to be one of the most memorable Halloweens that kids remember when they are, you know, 20, 30 years from now because it was the year that everyone got creative and did different things. So there's potential here, and I would advise that parents kind of take that positive tone, take that slant, and present it in that optimistic silver lining kind of way. So you've talked about, obviously, the people that you, as you say, pod with or family members that you trust to be around. What are we thinking about going up people's sidewalks if they're not going to do that? Touching candy. Are we worried about surfaces still? Are we, you know, are there any of those kinds of things that we're still concerned about? We have learned more about so-called fomites or spreading COVID from packages and surfaces. Um, Back in March, April, when we were still learning a lot, um, families would grocery shop, uh, delivery boxes would land on the porch and we'd let them, you know, chill out for a day or so or, you know, wipe them down before handling them. We've learned a lot more since then and um, that seems to be less of a transmission risk. But that said, I'm so sorry. The first part of your question was, Melanie, could you repeat that? Oh, yeah. No, it was just, are we are we concerned about things like candy and going up to someone's house? Obviously, we're not ringing doorbells and things like that. So just the surface situation. Well, and that depends on the community if you're urban or rural or suburban. So there's, you know, neighborhoods in cities where trick or treating traditionally when there's not a pandemic is very social. There's large clusters of kids accumulating on the sidewalks. The adults, the grown-ups are using that as social time as well. And definitely that's going to be looking different. As opposed to suburban and rural areas where things are more spread out, it is actually quite possible to physically distance, maintain that six feet. Obviously with the people that you share a household with, um, that'll be a different scenario. But but it even two homes adjoining each other in the same community will need to make different decisions. A lot of families are kind of in a crunch right now with the pandemic in terms of working from home and school being remote. So a lot of families that I take care of in my practice have grandparents stepping in as sitters slash homeschool leaders slash remote learner assistants for the kids. So these are situations in which, you know, by definition, if you're greater than 50 years of age, you're high risk. Um, If you've got diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, these are things that put you at risk. And so each family, there might be two neighboring homes in the, the same subdivision who have to make very different decisions based on 
what their family structure looks like, what their situation is. Um, So that's something to keep in mind. Well, it is really important. And I know there are so many little kids that are looking forward to this. And as a pediatrician and as a mom of four, Dr. Vasari Flace. I mean, you have really seen it all when it comes to raising kids. Kind of reiterate the importance of some normalcy in this time and give us some creative things that you can think of. I mean, we've seen like the guy with the shoot and the candy, all these different things that that we've seen. Give us your version of those and, and let parents know how to kind of create that sense of normalcy or if not normalcy, the new normal, right. making it fun, making it memorable. Yeah, and I guess I guess part of it is thinking about the word normal. Is there any such thing as normal? Um, my joke is that normal is a setting on a dryer, meaning that whether it's people or circumstances, we've got to be flexible and resilient. And it's so important for us to model that as grown-ups for our kids. Personally, two of my four kids have life-threatening peanut allergies. And so Halloween and trick-or-treating has always looked different for our family. And that's the case for a lot of families who have different health conditions, food allergies. The idea that it's the norm that you go to random houses, get candy, and eat it isn't the norm even without a pandemic. So for us, um, we're very involved with food allergy awareness. You might be aware of FARE, F-A-R-E, is the Food Allergy Research and um, Education Center. They're a large national food allergy group. They have a pumpkin teal project, uh, a teal pumpkin project where you put a teal painted pumpkin on your porch and then kiddos know that they can get non-edible treats there. It's a food allergy friendly place. As an example, in 2020, they as a national organization decided to not put out, usually they put out a map online so you can register your house so people know where to get food allergy friendly candies or non-edible treats. And they're simply not doing that because of the risks of COVID. Um, so in terms of normal, I just had to step back a moment and say that for a lot of no, us, I'm glad you did because yeah. that I remember that you and I have talked about this before and what a great pro, you know, what a great sort of program for parents of kids with allergies that they can see that. And I just think that's awesome. And I would argue often we as a house will hand out candy, but I usually have like light up little disco, those little bubble rings that they're so silly. Um, and I just get a mail order and usually kids love after getting all this candy, they love having a non edible treat. So mixing it up in that regard, um, I think is great. Um, I mentioned the dollhouse, painting it black, having fun, decorating it, decorating pumpkins, doing candy hunts. One of my favorite things, and maybe I'm dating myself with this. I loved it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, so getting a we all kid, love that. an age-appropriate movie or cartoon like Charlie Brown um, to share with your family. And this might be an opportunity for us adults to show our kids what we grew up watching. And then certainly we're all becoming familiar with virtual conferencing, and you can use that to your advantage. Have a costume party with your select friends or loved ones. Go ahead and dress up and then have a virtual party and show each other what you're looking like and Um, make that kind of a virtual party. Um, So I think that that's a fun option. I was really um, enthused when back to school happened and on social media, a lot of families will post the traditional kids standing on the front doorstep wearing a backpack, like we're off to school. And a lot of families had fun with it. And the kiddos were barefoot in pajamas holding laptops 
because they're starting remote school. And you have to laugh because this is just a weird year. And I loved that positive tone. And so similarly, I think we can be creative and innovative and make this, you know, it's a weird Halloween for sure. And I think we can be silly with it. I love the word silly, and I think you're absolutely right, because that's what it is all about, and so fun for the kids. Do you have any final thoughts about costume safety, general Halloween safety, and then adding in to the mix this COVID pandemic that we're in? Yeah, knowing that cloth masks and COVID masks are different than Halloween masks, because sometimes a costume might come with a costumey type of mask, say a ninja you you might want to make sure that it's a true cloth mask. So I have a ton of patients who are planning on being ninjas this year, and I'm just advising that the family use like a real black mask and not just the lesser, um, the thinner fabric that might come with the costume. So that's something to keep in mind. And then I would also, as a mom of four teenagers, like tweens and teens do celebrate. And so there's some peer pressure with friend groups on all issues and certainly for Halloween activities. And so to kind of talk these situations out with your tween and teen to see how they're going to navigate their friend group's plans. Um, And it might be challenging for your teenager to be the one speaking up saying, hey, you know what, my grandma lives with us. We need to do something safer than this. Um, and I think that that's a great life lesson, period. We as grown-ups have to help our kids navigate all sorts of situations, Halloween and a pandemic. Wow, who saw that coming? But <laughs> this can be um, a good stepping stool for teenagers to learn those valuable lessons about speaking up for what is right. I agree completely. And what what an informative segment and so important for parents to hear. Dr. Flace, it's really this time of the year and kids are so involved in online school, as you say, this is a great outlet for them to be able to dress up and be somebody else and get silly. So parents, share some of these great ideas with your friends and family on social media, because we are learning from the experts at the American Academy of Pediatrics together, and they are the gold standard. You know it takes a village, and they are helping us to raise our children. That is their main goal, and to raise them safely, and we absolutely love them for it. So share this show, and remember you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, everywhere that podcasts are played, but we want you to listen at RadioMD.com. So for RadioMD, the American Academy of Pediatrics and Healthy Children, I'm Melanie Cole. Stay well and stay safe.